Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 58 of For the Kudos. This episode is brought to you by Sydney Marathon. Australia, let's make history together. We need everyone to get behind the Sydney Marathon in their bid to become one of the world majors. Joining the likes of New York, London, Boston, Chicago, Berlin, and Tokyo marathons. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so if you're a runner and looking to set yourself a goal, make sure you sign up for this year's all-new Sydney Marathon on September 17th. Experience the Southern Hemisphere's only Platinum Label Marathon and achieve a new PB with a massive course update and redesign. There'll be plenty of exciting new on-course entertainment which will be sure to motivate you on race day. Early bird entries are open now. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with... Brett. How are you, mate? Good. This is the uh, funniest studio we've ever been in. We have a live audience. We do. I'm looking at Riley, Riley Wolf, opposite me right now, and we have a cooked Geordie Williams. He's lying on my bed. Over my right shoulder. Um, but they're not in the episode. They're just here. Well, they are, they're trying to take some um, tips and for when they're recording the Gold Coast Diaries, yeah. which, to be honest, is probably going to be a bit more of an interesting episode than uh, me and you right now. Oh, or, I'm, I don't although know. you're speaking for yourself, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it's three people versus one. Yeah. Um, big news, though. We do have some big news. Big guest, a new American record holder. Yes. Kira D'Amato. That's right. Kira D'Amato is coming on soon. Yeah, during the... Uh, so me and Riley will be interviewing her, um, which is cool. She ran 66 minutes for the half marathon yesterday, which, like, honestly, at the turnaround... And then I see her and I'm like, you said, she is not yeah. that far behind me. Like, she was moving. Um, you said when you saw her at the turnaround, you're like, holy shit, she's not that far behind. Yeah. If, yeah. I, if, I, if someone blows up, they could easily get caught. If they've, if they've gone out a bit too hard, I was getting a bit worried for Gregor because like, he was <laughs> going with me then. And I'm like, Gregor, you're, you're risking it here. I, um, I was... I'd told because I was rooming with Andy Buchanan and uh, I knew that we had because we have three mics for the Gold Coast Diaries in-person recording. Um, we had an extra mic and I said, oh, Andy, why don't we? Uh, why don't you just jump on for the recording? It'll be sick. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, that'll be real fun. And then I spoke to you after and you go, hey, big news, um, Kira's going to come on. And I was like, Andy, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are the weakest link. Um, Sydney Marathon, my train with FTK athlete, Jolly. Yep. She raced a half yesterday. How'd you go? New PB, 83 minutes. Awesome. Like, and two weeks ago, she was like saying, she's like, yeah, I'm like feeling right. Like, I don't think I'm in PB shape though. And two minute PB. So Unreal. Did, good, uh, good job, Jolly. Andrew run? It was a bit, uh, no, he wasn't racing this weekend. Um, yeah, it was, uh, Jolly sent me a message saying, sorry, I didn't get to say hi to you at the shakeout. Why not? Because about 150 people there. there I know. So many people. It's quite difficult to go and say hello to everyone, but um, yeah, we were absolutely blown away by the turnout there. Um, it was yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to everyone that came out. It was um, cool, and thank you to Pillar as well for supporting it and buying everyone coffees, which mm. was good. But um, I always yeah. find it funny at those things. Like, yeah, like a fair few people like ask for my photo and stuff, but not quite as many as you. And like, <laughs> I'll be like, like walking past, and then like people like will like sort of stop. Or I'm talking to you or near you or something, and they're like, oh, Brett, and then they sort of look to me and they're like. Yeah, Brett, I'll just get a photo. Thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, but did you see what I was wearing? I was making sure everyone could see. I wore a whole blueberry kit. Like, I, um, because I, 
did the presentation and I got like this big trophy and I'm like, oh, great, how am I going to run this back to the thing? And then I saw Agushi, who's his Japanese manager, and I'm like, can you take my trophy in my bag? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he walks away and then I look at, I've got blue tracksuit pants <laughs> on, blue jumper on. I'm like, oh, great. I you know people are going to give me shit for <laughs> this. <laughs> Stick out um, like a sore thumb. But no, you had a great race. So we are going to just rip through the training weeks um, and talk about your race. Yep. Um, and then we are going to transition into the Kira interview, yep. which we'll put at the end of this episode. Yeah. So, again, start my week on a Monday, like every other week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was still staying at Saskia, so just an hour um, down around the tan and had Monday evening off because I literally just got um, – I don't know. I was just tired and then it got dark and I had, then I had Yoshi. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to start my taper today. Um, so, yeah. Yoshi, you had Yoshi at I have Yoshi at, yeah, at six. He would have been loving that short yeah, little he, drive for him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so every second week I see him at Sasuke's. Okay. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, he loves that. But he's still late. He's always late, Yoshi. He's never <laughs> on time. <laughs> um, and, yeah, then went to the tan on Tuesday morning and we just had 8 by K. Um and I felt dreadful. Did like, you? My legs, like, I don't know. It was weird. I just couldn't. It just took me, like, pretty six to kind of warm up. But I Ed just Mark's really. putting you to the sword? Um, he just ran with me. But um, <laughs> And Dave was there as well. But, yeah, no, Ed's, Ed, if he wanted to, he could have flogged, flogged me. What um, times were you doing? Like, 255 down to, like, 252. But was like, it windy or not? A little bit. But it was just, we were really inconsistent. Like, I don't know. Like, sometimes we'd be... I don't know, feel like we'll run 250 and then it'll be like a 255 and the next one, like, yeah, but I don't know. I got through it. Yeah, not feeling great, but did it and then went to the gym. Can we just let the listeners know that cute little Geordie, I just looked over and he was having resting his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. He, he, he looks tired. He, he, he looks deserves tired, it. Yeah. Good <laughs> on him. boy. Good on him. He's wearing his uh, finish, finish his shirt. Um, He's so cute. He's going to, well, because the listeners are then going to, well, our Patreon listeners are then going to listen to the Gold Coast Eyes and he's hopefully going to be chirpy. So you just yeah. keep resting up, mate. I'll, I'll make sure I get a photo of it. But, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I went to the the gym after after training. Um Still in race week, I just do gym once. Yeah. What, do you do gym in race week? I do it once, yeah. Yeah. I don't do it because I do gym Wednesday, Friday. I don't do the Friday one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, still good. So just get a little bit, but just kind of take it down. So, you, yeah, get those few days to, to recover. Um, ran 7K that evening along the beach. Um, and then ran on Wednesday morning. I ran, yeah, I ran... Uh, hour but it was something weird like I was like my hip flexors kept like cramping in the hour like it was gym yeah I don't know it was like that the I feel like my um, glutes weren't like firing and I'm just like lifting my legs just like through, through my hip flexors so it was like a bit of a weird feeling but and then from then I started to get this like tight left glute and it was like weird yeah I was like starting to get a bit I, I said it actually on when I had physio on Tuesday. I said, I'm like, oh, I was a bit tight. And like, I was tight there, but then it just kind of got worse and worse and worse. But, um, and then I was like, coming into this race, I'm like, fuck, like, am I going to be like really? a bit injured? I thought wow. I was like going to okay. be, I was a bit worried that after the race, but then I kind of, I've been pretty good. Like, you can see, I got my foam roll and my, yeah. and my spiky ball here. So I've been like kind of smashing that. And then, <laughs> it's funny about that. I said to, like, and we're rooming together, as I mentioned, and I was like getting up, doing some mobility, and, you know, the day before, um, whether it's a race or pacing gig, you're generally pretty pretty chill. And uh, 
and like not doing much. And Andy was sort of like in sloth mode on the, on the bed for like hours. And I realized he doesn't do any mobility. Like he yeah. doesn't like ever get up and stretch or move around. And I said to him, I go, do you do it? And he goes, well, you know, I'm not on the far end spectrum of Brett. Yeah. Because yeah. he's obviously <laughs> like lived with you or gone to a race cool, with you. Because we were in London doing... together last year and uh, I was doing heaps like before yeah, my runs okay. and stuff. Especially yeah, before I race, I start doing a lot. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I... Yeah, but anyway, I did it and then we went to Polster on that night and, um, yeah, starting to feel okay. Um, on Thursday, I had to just train by myself because I had my flight. So I just got up early, went to the boulevard, did 5K um, at 301s and... Which, the Richmond Boulevard one? The, the Yarra. Yeah, the yeah. flat one. Not yeah, the Q yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not on the hills. But <laughs> I did, yeah, and again, like I just felt like my legs were just... Breathing-wise, fine, but legs were just turn over like a million miles an hour, like to, to yeah. hit the pace. It was just, yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling great or like this week. But It's interesting if we imagine Gold Coast was on a Tuesday, Gold Coast half. I wonder if you would be talking like this if the training week finished on Sunday and you had the race two days after. I wonder if you would. Do you know what I mean? Um, no, I wouldn't be yeah, you wouldn't, would you? Yeah, 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 it's kind of interesting that like once you've laid I down a really good. I didn't tell good... anyone about my uh, like my sore yeah. hip or anything. Like, Just but an that's what observation. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But be. that's what like. Well, and the last thing I want to do is start like having making excuses and like yeah. having them ready, which I think a lot of people do. Like they lean up to the race, they start like telling about every little niggle, every thing that's gone wrong, or like didn't have the great sleep. It's just like. I feel like the more you put out in the open, the more it starts playing on your head. So yeah. I just was like, all right, just deal with it myself and, and get through it. Um, got up to sunny Gold Coast, ran with um, Grego and Jen. It was funny, like I got up here and then I'm like, oh, what are you guys doing for dinner? And they're like, oh, well, Archer's eating at 5.30, so we'll be eating then. And then we'll be, and so I was like, all right. Um, I was like, and when they said that, I was like, oh, bit of a late lunch for Archer there. Yeah, what time, yeah. what time <laughs> does he have dinner? And they're like, no, dinner's at 5.30. Yeah, and then they're like, <laughs> Um, if you want to run, Archer will be eating at seven in the morning and then we'll go for a run after that. And I was just like, Do you know how many times Archer was getting a mention on the live stream? Yeah, I, I heard. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, must I, have been Bonita yeah. or... Yeah, yeah I, I ran with the live stream up while I was okay. on the course and yeah, I could hear Archer getting a few. But um, yeah, so I did get on Archer's time and ran with Gregor and Janet just after eight o'clock in the morning along the beach. Um, it was good. I haven't run with them for a while. Um, and then race day, um, warmed up race day and also shakeout day, the two mm. most important things, but ended up being a big day for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So just warm up at 3am alarm went yeah. off and brutal I, uh, white rice. Nah, I had, cause I didn't have a microwave. So I had, um, cream grass mm. and, and then I actually got back into bed and had a little 30 minute nap. Actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best thing to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't have the willpower not to do it. But I also, think. it's like funny for me to be like, "Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that." And it's like, "Who's the one who got the stitch?" Yeah, because like, I, yeah. I, me and Andy was saying that because um, we were like so tired this morning. We we're like, surely, like you can just go back to sleep, but your body slows down digestion when you sleep. Yeah, and if surely just lying flat, lying flat. Yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah. to sit up. Yeah, so I definitely when I got up again, I'm like, oh, I feel a little sicky. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you, got, I love how you said I couldn't resist it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> I was, all willpower just got defeated. Yeah, and to be honest, I didn't actually. Um, I don't reckon I got many hours sleep because I had a nap on. 
Friday afternoon, mm. just probably like 30, 40 minutes. Um, and it definitely affected me a little bit getting to sleep that night. Like yeah. I was just kind of like rolling around for a bit. So I reckon I would... Comfy beds though. Very comfy beds, yeah. Mm. Um, I reckon I yeah, probably only slept like three or so hours. Um, but to be honest, I don't reckon the night before the race, I don't reckon it affects you. Nah. Um, but anyway, how many, time, how many times do you reckon we've said that on the podcast? Yeah, yeah a few, but just gotta keep, <laughs> gotta keep, yeah, we're drilling it in just for when a few of my athletes today go, Oh, I'm yeah. race back because of this, <laughs> so, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, so the race, so I knew, so obviously, this Japanese guy, um, Mogi is his name, he he's run 60 30, and we had the press conference the day before, and he said he would like to run under the race record, which was 61.16. So yeah. I was like, geez, maybe the pace will be on a little bit. But um, we, we ran like 2.56 the first VK, so it wasn't really. But I feel like, you know, when you run in the dark and it feels so quick. Mm. And I was just like, all right, I feel like the pace is on here. Like it's going to be a 2.50. And then I'm like, yeah, 2.56. I was like, I don't know, maybe we're not feeling too good yeah. here. But uh, yeah, and then we kind of just like sat, like settled into just, just under three-minute Ks for – till like halfway and I we had a good who, pack. Who was leading? Uh Kajiro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um he led and there was another Japanese guy kinda of next to him and I was behind. Um they, yeah, I felt a bit bad because like Mogi led for fifty minutes and then I led for the last twelve. It's um, racing. It is, yeah. Um I don't know. But yeah, anyway, so we had like Grego was in the pack, um, Seth O'Donnell, um, Cam Avery from New Zealand. So, and they all ran big PBs. So, yeah. you know, it was like kind of the perfect race for like a 63 minute, um, like to run the PB. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did, I did like the most offensive thing to Grego. <laughs> we're like running, and then I hear someone yell out, Go Ryan. And it's like an 8K. And I like nearly broke my neck. I looked around so quick because <laughs> I did not expect him to be there. And then I was like, Look, I'm like, that was like a bit rude of me to like to be doing that, but, um, but he ran great. And yeah, w- once we hit the turnaround, uh, Mogi kind of like went for it and like ran a couple of two fifty twos, and like that's when like the race really got separated. Like it was Cam came with us for a little bit, then it was just kind of yeah, me and. And how hard zero. did the two fifty two feel? Uh, not too bad at that stage. Like yeah, you're starting l- to settle. Yeah, like my legs were definitely feeling a bit heavy, and I feel like if he if he started pushing a bit more then I was like in a bit of trouble, but I wasn't yeah feeling near as comfortable as like last year or anything. I was yeah. definitely getting tested a lot more. Um, and then, yeah, there was like a few little times where I just kind of like, I don't know, kind of lapsed concentration and like a couple of meter gap would open up and um, yeah, which wasn't great, but got, got to about 4k to go. I was like, all right, I think I need to like do something now. I, I don't know why. I, I to honestly, I think I just started to feel a bit guilty, which uh, it's weird. I don't know. I mm. think I just like, maybe cause he's a really nice no, guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I just, I like the Japanese as well. And like, it's when I go, I, yeah, I don't know. I just like, lo- like going to their races. So I don't want to be like the, the Australian guy that just sits on them and doesn't like help. Yeah. So I kind of, the guilt got to me and I <laughs> hit, hit the front and like around, yeah, 251 and 250, um, and you're, like, like, oh, you're like, oh, the guilt got to me. So I dropped a 240 and got rid of him. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of just was not quite getting away. And then and then eventually I could feel a little gap opening up. So I just like kept pushing, kept pushing. And um, yeah, just honestly, it got to maybe a 20 meter gap. And that's what it stayed at. Like I think the end was like four or five seconds. Um, the typical Brett, Brett way to win. You know, yeah. Once you but, open the gap and then you and just then try just and hold it. it. Yeah. Um, do a few little looks. Which, yeah. 
But because um, that's what some uh, again, I keep saying Andy, just because I've been with him the whole weekend. But Andy goes, "Geez, Brett loves looking around," and I said, "Yeah, but that's how he." It's like you'll notice how many times Brett wins by the similar margin. Yeah, like I feel like on so many of your races, you'll win by that margin because yeah. it's the what you do. I'm you're just happy. To, yeah, I just I just like getting a little gap. Yeah, and then you're I not just trying to maintain that. Like a, you're not disrespectful. You, you don't want to like you know beat someone by like a minute. <laughs> no, <wanna> get, <laughs> no, but it's just like what. If I what could I run maybe five seconds, ten seconds quicker? Yeah. Um. Over the last couple of k, what does that yeah, change yeah. the race? Nothing. For sure. Like it makes me hurt more. Yeah. So, I'll I'll save my digging deep for when I really need it. But um, I so I ran like twenty eight forty or twenty eight forty two for the last ten k. Oh wow. Yeah, because really like good. I was kind of like after I was like oh like I felt like shit like I don't know didn't really feel like I ran that well. And then kind of had a look. I was like, oh, well, I probably did feel shit because like I was running pretty fast. It's like, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect that. But yeah, I suppose so. if you were at three minute, like what were you on? Like 63 pace till halfway sort of thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think it was, Greg said 29.50 for the first 10K. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I definitely feel like my legs just didn't feel that great, but um, was able to get the win. So, happy with that. Yeah. Um, awesome job. Warmed down with Grego. Just did 20 minutes. And then did my presentation and then had to run back to the shakeout, which was another 4K. And then I thought you would have just cooled down at the shakeout. It's too long of a... Yeah, but like, okay. So I finished the race at 7.30, 7.15. So yeah. it would be nearly two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then did the shakeout. It's another 4K. So it was like 37K in day. <laughs> <laughs> it was getting up there. Um, and then... Today ran 68 minutes and I would love to see what my last time was. was. Yeah. Um, it was two hours 46. Wow. Okay. You yeah. I, at one stage I had a, had a 30 minute break because my watch started to auto save. Were you getting lots of people yelling out to you on the course? Yeah. It's people. It's just funny. Like um, people that are racing. Yeah. Like, uh, like someone, I can't remember who it was, but like they were in the top 10 and they're like, yeah, like, great. Remember it yesterday? Yeah. I was like, Focus on your race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, funny. Um, yeah. How was your week? Um, yeah. Other than this morning, my week was pretty good. Um, so I started off the week with an hour run in, um, sorry, 50 minutes I did on in Cairns um, on Monday. Just went out on the same trail that I did on that Sunday run, which I recorded with, with you um, over in Cairns. Then Tuesday morning, I had um, just K reps, but Carlos wanted me to have 90 seconds rest. And I hadn't. Oh, really? Yeah, seconds, just because yeah. it was so hot. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. it was brutal. Um, and he said, start out at three minutes. And I found this, um, like there was a grass track nearby and the people that I was staying with were like, yeah, you, you'll be fine on that like grass track. It's good. It was honestly, it was so, it was fucked. It was like potholes and it yeah. made Waverly feel like like what I imagine the track Olympics would be like. <laughs> um, it was like really spongy. Yeah. And I went too late. Um, I think I started my session at 8am and it was just so hot. Um, and I think I ran like 310 for the first one and then it was like 307 for the next one. And I was, um, I was just hurting and I knew there was a gravel like trail like a little bit away. Um, so I just fucking, I just cracked the shits and just ran with with my um, drink bottle and shoes over to the gravel trail and then just did like the next six um, over there with 90 seconds rest and it was like 940 metres on this gravel trail. So I was just like, oh, whatever. Um, just about like the effort. And yeah, felt felt pretty good, but just so hot up it's there. It's crazy, like there's a winter. 
Yeah, it's just too, well, you do, you yeah. just can't train there in summer. Yeah. You know, like when you did the the um, heat training, that was winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. like you you yeah. couldn't it you you can't train yeah. in summer. It's just like it's it's yeah, you just couldn't do it. Um, and then yeah, Wednesday did uh, fifty minutes. Um, and then Thursday I was supposed to um supposed to do like a threshold but it just wouldn't work with the travel. Like I had to, would have had to wake up at like four to mm. do the threshold. Um, so Collis told me to do it Thursday, but I was like, I'm just going to have to do it Friday um, with the pacing job was on Sunday. So it's fine anyway. It's like you did yours Thursday. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, so I just did like a 50, 50 minute run on, on Thursday. And then, uh, yeah, Friday I was up, arrived up in Gold Coast and just did, couple of short thresholds and you were um, saying you're already acclimatized to <laughs> i was mucking around because i was like feeling so like shit right running at it at sort of like you know three minute k's um and uh in cans and then you know running running here i was like felt it just felt like i was normal running again i said i said to you that melbourne felt uh sorry gold coast weather feels closer to melbourne than it does cans yeah which is just, yeah, to me, it's like all the Melbourne people like, yeah, go out for some warmer weather. It's like Gold Coast is not that warm, you know. No, it's just it's, sunny. It's just sunny, yeah. right? And there's a few palm trees. Now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then Saturday, shakeout run, um, which was, yeah, great, as we mentioned. Thanks again to everyone that came. And then, um, yeah, this morning I was supposed to pace and it was an absolute disaster. Um yeah, I'm, I just had a massive, massive stitch, which really, really sucked. Um, I didn't, I don't really know, know uh, why. Um, but yeah, it just, it was like came on so early. Um, and I've been trying to like, I wonder if it was, uh, you know, how we were talking about the gut health episode yeah. that came out on the Patreon, um, and they were like talking about how stress slows down your digestion. And I just like one now, it's easy for me to say now, like, you know, but I think I definitely was quite stressed about this. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, we have talked about that. I'm, I know. That's and what I was asking you said to me, like, joking, it's like a nervous or a stress thing or. Well, because I don't, I like Launceston, I didn't have it and I did the same meal. Yeah. I, did, I did the same meal plan other than waking up early. But um, like Andy was, look, I, to be honest, Andy was um, carbo loading. Cause he's going to, th- he was trying to go to 30 K and we were just sort of talking, I'm rooming with him and he's like eating so much more than me. And then I'm sort of thinking, fuck, it sort of got in my head a bit. So I was just forcing down heaps of food. Um, but I don't know. It's easy to say. I just, I just got to like, um, yeah, started, started, did the first K and it was like three minutes and it was like, felt like really cruisy. And then the next K I was like, Oh, fucking hell. What's that? And then I was like just trying to relax, and then by K three it was like really sore, mm. um, and then I was I was panicking in that moment because I was like, "What the fuck do I do? I've got to go to." Go it's to, hard because you went, you like. I just didn't just let yourself down there. You'd like you feel the pressure of the other people. Yeah, and, and I, like I was you're doing a job, and, and I was stressing, and I looked over to Andy and I said, "Andy, I've got like a swirl in a line," and I said, "I go, Andy, I've got a fucking massive stitch," and he sort of looked at me a bit like, "Well, what do you want me to do?" And it's like I didn't really, I just didn't, I was sort of warning him that like if it gets really bad, I'm just going to have to step off. Cause, mm. And I was like trying to like breathe. And I, I was watching the um, – because Andy, like, Andy had the stream back on because we, we were taking the piss out of me dropping out. Um, and you could see in my face like we ran through 5K in 15, uh, 15.06 or something or 15.05. It's like it shouldn't be that hard. No, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's sort of like – what did you do on Friday? Uh, um, How many minutes did you do? 
Oh, uh, in 10 minutes. Yeah, but, but still. Yeah, uh, like, it's the same. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. But that's in, it's not like you should have, have more to give on, right, on yeah. the race day as well. Yeah, just I felt good. My legs felt good. But I was just, yeah, once the stitch came and then I was just like in panic mode. Um, and I suppose I reckon like if I was racing the half and that happened, I would, um, I would just like back off. Yeah, right, you, you back off, you and it's like I can't back off. I've got to just like I'm gonna go until I can't. And I like saw the 5k, and I was like, I'll just try to get to 5k, and I just stopped. Um, and I just said to them, I've said to the both guys, I go, sorry guys, I got, I'm like, I'm fucked. And so I just stepped off, and I waited like a minute, um, probably, and I was just trying to stretch it out. And then Joe, Joe Fakuda came past by himself, and there was like nobody in front, nobody behind, and I just had this like sort of like guilt thing, and I was like, fuck, like you're up here, like just try and help him out. So I ran. Like I sort of sprinted to catch up to him um, and then just like said, hi, I'll help you out for as long as I can. And I went to like 10, maybe a 10 or 11K and then it was you just still like, had the stitch then? And then I, st- yeah. I had the stitch the whole time, yeah. um, but it just wasn't as bad, I suppose, because yeah. I'm running 310 to 315. But the yeah. st- I, fa- I still feel the stitch now. Like I felt I went Yeah, to- it is funny that you do feel them for a bit. Um, yeah. Joe Fukuda did run Comrades Marathon yeah. like three weeks ago or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> so many people crazy. were, um, yeah. It's, it's like crazy how many people were like yelling out to him. Yeah. Super famous. Yeah, no, um, super famous. The blue hair, people love it. Yeah. Um, he won here last year. I think we do need to speak about the marathon and yeah, some ridiculous results. For sure. Liam Absolutely. Adams, Liam Adams. Huge breakthrough. Yeah. So I've got to say sorry because Liam does listen to this podcast. Um, Liam, when I said, because I said to him, what, what are you going with? And he said to, uh, he goes, hey, I'll probably go with you guys. And in my head, I was sort of like, <laughs> Suicide plan for you, mate. Like, I was, yeah. <laughs> and you showed every. I think. Look, to be honest, I think everyone, even maybe, well, obviously not him because he's got the self good self belief. But I reckon most people would be like Liam going with two oh eight. Oh, come on, mate. And yeah. it's like you just ran two eight forty. Yeah, I know. It's like no, is that what he ran two eight forty or thirty eight thirty nine two eight thirty nine? Like that is absolutely. Uh, yeah, so he ended up third. I'm sure everyone's seen this anyway. But um, Kiyama from. Japan won in 207.40 and he Took was like 10, 10 seconds was, off the race record. Yeah, he was just really strong that last um, kind of 10K. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Liam, he was just like, and he was aggressive and like he was leading, he was the one pushing the pace a lot. So yeah, um, that's pretty good to see. Yeah, abs- like insane. He's um been, yeah, chipping away for a long time. He Tell you what, he likes Gold Coast. Yeah. Because I remember he ran, he remember he was six Two seconds off the Olympic. Yeah. yeah. Six seconds off that Olympic that was time. Like devastating. Yeah. One, but, um, yeah. No, it was, it was, it was really good to see. He, I saw him after and he, he looked uh, like beat up and frozen. Like he was yeah. like, I don't know. It was like his body was like going to shock kind of like he was just looked so cold. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just and absolutely then, gave it everything. Well, because yeah. I saw him look at his watch um, watching on the stream. I saw him look at his watch at, uh, at the turnaround. Um, and you know, he's obviously doing the maths cause it's, yeah. you're at 36 then, right? I think it is or 37 even 36. Um, and yeah, he's doing the maths being like, shit, what can I do here? Yeah. Well, to be honest, at like 30 K and 30, 30, yeah, 30 K. He, he was, was on pace. He was, was going to beat my record. Yeah. Like he was on 207 low pace. Yeah. Um, I didn't think, you know, my sister Phoebe sent me a message going, um, you know, he might break Brett's record. And I said, I don't think he'll break Brett's yeah. record. Not, you know, like he's obviously a great runner, but I just think the way the race was, you know, there's like only like a few of them left and it's like it's going to yeah. get hard. And you knew that they were going to slow down a little bit yeah. in that last few K. But yeah, it's always And I think like my, when I went through 30K, like I was on 206.30 pace. Yeah. So like yeah. it is, 
what your exactly. projected time yeah, gets yeah. slower and slower. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Um, and then in the women's, Tanui uh, ran two twenty seven for the win. Yeah, and Jen Gregson, huge run. Oh, we like, don't need to talk about that though, do we? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, but insane. Like, yeah, I think like I was, I was speaking to her dad, but I'm like, it's yeah, like the two twenty eight. 223.33 it was, which is like, yeah, like the time's fairly good. But she came third, was yeah. the thing, and beat some really good girls. Really so, good. like, that's yep. that's more impressive than, than the actual For time. sure, from so, the time, yeah. Um, which, and it just shows that she can be pretty good at the marathon. And that's what we've, t- we've talked about in running. Like, so many people just focus on time. And it's like, well, no, our sport is to come across the line, yeah. you know. So, it's like, if you come third, who cares what the time is, right? That's like, a lot of people say that about me, like... With yeah, uh, yesterday, like oh, you didn't get the record, or well, you didn't, you I'm like, I just it honestly doesn't care. Yeah, like you I won. Just, I wanted to win. Like I don't care. That's what it's about. It's, do you know what is? Do you know what's sort of shit in our sport? I reckon if you got second to Mogi, um, you would and say you ran like sixty one oh one or something, or I don't sixty thirty, and you got second to him, people would think that's like some people would think that's a better performance than yeah, what you did. Yeah, exactly. Yesterday, yeah, it's like well. You won. It yeah. shouldn't matter if you run 64 minutes. You won the race. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but, yeah, no, insane from Jen. Uh, we, you'll hear all about that on the Gold Coast Diaries, which is recording pretty soon. That'll be the last episode of the Gold Coast Diaries, sadly. But um, we do have a bunch of cool series in the works that we are uh, planning, aren't we, Riley? <laughs> Thumbs up from That's Riley. That's why there. he's in the studio right now. Yeah. To plan. He's got his FTK shirt on. He's at work. Yeah. <laughs> he, looks, <laughs> he looks like he's got his uh, – what are those things that you draw on the um, – oh, really bad to try and brainstorm like this. So, pick, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you twist the things. Yeah. Pictionary or something. Pick – Nah, I don't, uh, that, don't, it's not don't that. worry that one. Don't worry. <laughs> let's, let's just move on. But. Yeah, let's move on. Um, but yeah, that's uh, anyone else's results that we need to talk about. Nah. Yeah. We'll nah. go over the half, the women's half in the interview, but um, we're back to Melbourne tomorrow and yeah, back into training. That's it. Straight. We'll be back. Uh, definitely. I was obviously not going to go to training on Tuesday, but I most will certainly be will be going yeah, to training yeah. on Tuesday. So I'm sure I'll see you there. Good job yeah. again, Brett. Thank you. Um, so yeah, now Riley and I will we'll interview Kira and that'll be it for the episode. We I've asked her to bring a thing we've seen on Instagram this yeah. week. Um, so Rule let's the, see what she's got for us. Yeah. If the Grattan House guidelines say if you are, uh, if you, don't finish your pacing job. You're not allowed to submit an Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. See you guys. All right. Now we are very lucky to have in the studio, Kira D'Amato. How are you? Fresh off a 66 minute half marathon. I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me on. I love kudos. So yeah. I am feel like I was made for this podcast. Yeah. So um, yesterday you were warming down and, and then I just happened to see you at the lights and we started running and you're like, Oh, you're running back to the hotel. I said, Oh, I'm going to this, this, uh, group run. So like, what's it for? And I said, Oh, for the kudos. She goes, Oh, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so this is how, like how we got you here. So, um, I'm glad, you know, it. we've, we love getting Americans on, um, because we kind of sick of all the Australians and just talking about it. <laughs> the Americans are a bit more fun, but, um, yeah, fresh off an American record, you got it back on Emily Sisson. Yeah, <laughs> you had to get yeah. that one back. <laughs> uh, she took one of mine. I took one of hers, but it's um, yeah, it feels it feels good for sure. But it's also she's she was like one of the first to text me and say congrats. And yeah. when she broke my American record in the marathon last year, I was at the finish line, 
like in tears so happy for so it's a really like you know i think we have this like friendly rivalry um but it definitely like you know i always tease her i'm like congratulations on breaking mine now i'm gonna get it back yeah. but have your moment you know but it's so it's it's fun it's fun yeah. for sure i kind of felt like that so today um an australian ran 208 and he looked like he was going to break the australian record for a good like 30 35k and um i'm like uh, uh, like even like this is my record i'm like oh like if he breaks it i'm like okay i just have to go and run quicker later like yeah. in, in december i'll go and run 206 well, like yeah the tide rises all exactly boats, right? yeah it's yeah like so it's not tide. like you can't just protect is your record adams is liam adams yeah yeah okay he looks so chill <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was like the first i had seen him in person at the press conference and he's so chill and he just yeah. wears like you know baggy shorts and he's up there like yeah i'm gonna run fast and i'm like Dude, and I saw him in the front. I'm like, he's running really fast. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a different unit, Liam yeah. Adams, isn't he? Yeah, he's different. He's different, <laughs> but uh, he's yeah, like such a good run, like a two minute PB. Um, and he's run like I don't know how many marathons, do you know, like 25 yeah. maybe. Like he's run a lot of marathons, and now he's like really starting to come into his own. That's so it's awesome. great. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, s- you know, speaking of M Sisson before, um, and that sort of that rising tide lifts all boats. American women's marathoning is just in an incredible mm-hmm. position right now, and and you're like you're like right at the front pushing on that, and obviously world champs coming up. Um, it must be inspiring to see so many other great women running fast times. It's incredible. It's it truly is incredible because I think for so long the American record stood. It was for over the woman who had it before me held it for about twenty years, and I, there was a lot of really great talented women that went after it and for I don't know why fell a little short but we're always you know the U.S. always had a really strong presence at you know world champs and Olympics but you know starting just like a few years ago with like Sarah Hall and Emily Sisson and Emma Bates and Nell Rojas it's just there's Alephine Tulimak mm. like there's just it's just incredible presence and uh i don't know maybe it's something in the water i have no idea but i think it's when like when i broke the record in houston i knew all of them were sitting there watching like kira did that (laughs) kira (laughs) if she can do that we can do that and i think it's been like a lot of like healthy encouragement that way so um i know like emma bates has said she's in like american record shape and i like I think she's right. You know, it's like we've raced together so many times and she's trained. We've done runs together and she world champs. We raced each other. And so I think it's, you know, just seeing someone do it. It kind of opens the door for like what's possible. So I think we keep on pushing that bar forward and forward forward. It's going to be exciting to see uh, see what happens. It's the same in um, Australian women's marathon as well. Yeah. It's just like we have all these like amazing ladies just pushing the bar higher and higher and it's like yeah for ages not like nothing really happened now all of a sudden we got like like it's crazy like that we have maybe seven girls or six or seven girls in contention for the olympics like in australia we don't really get that that often and yeah. we now have all these amazing girls like you don't know who's going to be there it's you know and that's so exciting and it's so fun now that like social media is opening us up into all of their lives so we can follow their yeah. journey but i think also that we're seeing like just like I know in the U.S., some people have felt like I've given 
permission to other like mothers to be able to pursue their dream. Mm. And so I think we're seeing that a lot here in Australia also. And so I think it's beautiful when more people feel like they have, and they don't need permission, but for whatever reason, seeing someone else kind of open up that road. Mm. And so there's just more women willing to push it. And I think that, you know, for a while too, you had to choose or you felt like you should choose Mm. between being a mother or being an athlete. And now we're seeing women do both. Like Jen ran great today and has a one-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) And like all our marathon runners pretty much are moms or or they've had a different journey through running. It's not like, um, and similar to you, it's like a bit of a different journey. It's, It's not just the standard do it when you're young and and then move on to your next life it's like no let's have a life yeah and be a ridiculously fast runner i think that makes me so powerful to have the other life too because then a bad race is just a bad race it's not even a bad day because i go home to my family that doesn't care and it's like thanks for coming home mom make us the sandwich also we want some orange juice like they really don't care so it snaps you out of that right so you know it's just a bad race and so i think that perspective shift has mm. been really powerful um and then just i think it puts everything in your life in perspective a little bit that like i don't know like my flights got canceled coming here there was so much going on like it was really delayed but like i wasn't getting woke up in the middle of the night at one and yep. at three and at five yeah. so i'm like okay this isn't hard like yeah. hard yeah. is like having two toddlers both throwing temper tantrums at the same time about something totally out of your control you know, this was, I was like, this is manageable, but yeah, there's something, I don't know. There's something about being a mother. It just hardens you a little bit. Mm. And you just, I don't know. Um, let's talk about the race, yeah. shall we? I'd love Definitely to, obviously, um, local legend, Benny St. Lawrence, um, doing a fair bit of the pacing job. We just, when we were coming up here, we saw Benny in the elevator, Dude, just straight up giving him a hug. Like, so appreciative. He's incredible. Yeah. Like I met him for the first time at the press conference and really like a few weeks ago, um, my agent, Ray Flynn, was in touch with Ryan, the, I guess, the elite athlete coordinator and race organizer, yeah. and was like, hey, you know, will there be anyone that can do that? But it's tough because I think aiming to run like 66, 30 something, um, that's like, a, le- you know, that's a decent time, like legit for a male. Mm, and they yeah. have their own goals and their own things they're trying to go. So it's it's hard to find someone, mm. much easier than women than for men, though. I, but um, so the fact that he was willing to be like generous with his race and be able to pace me, it was really awesome. But I kind of, at the press conference, I was feeling him out a little bit. Like, how do you feel about that pace? And he's like, oh yeah, it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be good. I got you. And I was like, how do you feel about tangents? He's like, we'll run the tangents. I'm like, okay, you're check and check. And then he was just so kind and just so yeah. like calm and chill. So he was awesome. And we were warming up, um, right before the race. And I said something like, that I was injured earlier this year, but the last time I was injured, like my I heard big, you say this. Yeah, yeah, like I broke the American record after that. So I said that to him on the warm up. He goes, "Well, I'll have you know, I've only paced one other American, and they broke an American record. So I'm one for one. Let's go, <laughs> let's go two for two today." And I was like, oh, "Well, I can't let you down." So like in the race, I was thinking he needs to go two for two, you know. But just put him putting that Do little funny thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I'm not gonna let him down. So I guess he paced Galen Rupp when he broke the 10k American record. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was like that was a fun little. I don't know, warm up and just mm. knowing that about him, I was like, I got to keep the streak alive. I don't want to yeah. let him down. Well, Benny used to have the Australian 10K record and he was like such a good runner. He had that yeah. for a so, long time yeah, too, for, didn't he? Until Stewie broke it a few years ago. But So it always helps having someone who's run 27-20 
um, like pacing. It looked like he was jogging. Yeah. He yeah. really like, and he was so great because there was a couple times where I felt myself getting like a pace or two back from him and he'd notice and kind of slow it up just a tiny bit so I could connect back up and then he'd like slowly get back mm. into the pace. So he was very like keen on like what I was doing. And also, do you call him Benny? Can I call him Benny? Yeah, or do I have Benny. to be Australian no, to call him Benny? No, no, okay. Call him Benny. Benny. But he was he was perfect. Yeah. Like our splits were so like spot on. Um yeah, I'm just so appreciative yeah. that he uh I was looking at his splits and you guys brought it home pretty well the last few K. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know if I was on pace really because my watch gives me the miles i know yeah. like yeah. americans like we won't switch like i don't know why we don't switch i should have <laughs> like refused to switch yeah why is that i don't get it but um so it wasn't clicking off when the kilometer markers were so yeah. i didn't know if my gps was right but i was yeah. like i think i'm on track but also i started getting dizzy and then i couldn't like do any math in my head so i was like well let's just finish as hard as possible and let's just see um and then at like one point i ran by some like random gentleman that was like you might get a crack at this record if you go. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, okay, let's do this. And, uh, Thanks, so, but, random guy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, and then he was – and then it was nice because there was another dude with us, too, that, like, passed me, I think, with, like, maybe 400 or 800 to go. And then I was like, oh, it's on. I'm racing you now. So then I went by him at the end, too. Which is, which that maybe, definitely helps, like, having – just getting to a little race towards the end. Like, yeah. You, like you can worry about time but if you could just go oh let's just beat this person you're gonna yeah. run fast yeah and in my head too like even though like it was a very friendly arrangement with benny like in my head i was like there's gonna be a time where i'm gonna be racing him yeah. you know at some point i'm gonna try <laughs> to outkick this man who's led the whole way yeah. for me you know i'm just waiting my time to yeah be able to put put him you know out sprint him which i know if he was actually racing me he would have run me into the ground I, i'm fully aware of that but it's you know it's like those games you play in your head yeah to make it fun, yeah but. definitely um Love to get your impressions. Obviously, it is a, a really flat, fast course, but love to get your impressions of it. And were there any were there any points of the race where you had some doubt, or, or were you feeling pretty strong throughout? Yeah, the course is incredible. I think this is probably my favorite half course I've ever run. Probably one of my favorite race courses I've ever run. Yeah, wow. Because it's so it's just pretty much just out and back. And the where I train and do my tempo runs is just on a street where I do U-turns. So even like the two little U-turns oh, in the yeah. race, I was like, oh, this is my, this yeah. is where I live. <laughs> like I, I can nail the U-turns. Like I was cutting them tight and putting on some space. But, um, but I actually even like there was like a couple little like bridges. Yeah, I don't even want to call it a bridge where you go over the canal. Tiny little rollers, aren't tiny they? Tiny rollers, but in a way it, like you didn't really feel it, it up the hill, but you felt it yeah, down. It's kind of nice because it breaks it up. It's like four steps and you're on the top and right. then you just roll down. It yeah. was it's nice. awesome. Yeah. But it engages different muscles. Yep. So I felt like, and it, like halfway through my glutes started feeling on fire, but then we hit a couple of those and I felt like that just shook it up enough to like, but it's beautiful and the weather was awesome. I don't think I've had this nice of weather in like two years racing. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, like halfway through, I started feeling like pretty dizzy. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's not good. Is that a normal thing? <laughs> no, it's yeah. not at all. But I think I was going much faster like i came fairly close to my 10k pr i pr'd in the 10 mile and i pr'd in the 15k <laughs> so I, I put my body through something it's never gone through before yeah. so i feel like maybe that's what's supposed to happen or it could have just been you know traveling so much yeah. that yeah. like my body was a little bit yeah. out of whack i'm not sure it's a long way 
It's to, a long way to get here. And delay yeah. flights. Yeah, it took me like two more days than I thought it would. I thought I was going to get here on Tuesday, and with all the delays, I got here on Thursday. So, um, but yeah, so, but I, at that time, when I started getting dizzy about halfway through, and actually, I think we went through half. Remember, they had like a half marker? Yeah. It said 33.30. And so I'm doing the math, and I'm like, oh, that equals 67. Or, yeah, yeah. 67. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to run faster if I want this record. I don't think I can run any faster than this. So I started doubting a little bit mm. then. I think that's why I look so crazy crossing the finish line. Yeah. Well. <laughs> because, like, I was doubting for so long, and I didn't even know if I was on pace. So I think when, it, like, you come around that last, and you have, like, what, 150 left, maybe 100 mm. meters? I could see it that it was like 66, 18, I think is what I saw. And I was like, oh my goodness, I might get this. And that's when like my brain started realizing it may happen for me. But so how do you look so cool when you cross the finish line? Like um, I watched well, your finish yeah. and my finish. You look like just so chill. Like you were meant to be there. You knew you were going to do this. And I look crazy. Yeah, but you were running 66 minutes. Like you were doing something ridiculous. My, I was 62 minutes. It's not nowhere near as impressive. Yeah, so I was four minutes faster than me. I still yeah, look so <laughs> incredibly smooth. Yeah, I don't know. I, I did feel good towards the end, but um, I wasn't dizzy, which, you know, which, we'd, which we'd helps. A, we'd actually like a bit more from you. I know, I don't give you lines. Were you dogging so... it? That's what I'm yeah. trying to ask you. Was that... No, nah, I got a good poker face. I think I just like <laughs> I try to like hold my breath across the line and, and look like I'm doing it easy, but I wasn't. Well, on Instagram they post like your finish and my finish, and you're just like <laughs> do to do, break the tape, job done, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> you got pretty emotional after. Super emotional, yeah. yeah. Which is well, cool to see. Well, I just I didn't even know if I was going to make it to the start line. Yeah. You know, and especially yeah. with like the year I had coming off like an injury, like you know when you're in it, like you try to stay positive, but you're like, is this it? Like, am I ever going to have another shot mm. at my fastest yet? So you kind of, so it's just hard going through that. And I try to remain like positive and everything because I've been injured before and I always come out better. But um, so I think just making it to the starting line here and then just with all the delays this week, like I yeah. thought for a while my coach was going to be like, listen, like, just go home. You're not going to even get in until Thursday afternoon. It's not like you're not going to race well. So yeah. why even go? Um, but he was just like, you got this. You're already like, you made it halfway. Just keep going. So, so I just felt like thankful to be at the starting line. And then really, I think I surprised myself a little bit with, um, with the performance. Mm. Yeah. What, what was it that drew you to come here? Obviously like it's, it's a good time in terms of, um, world champs marathon is, you know, like it's a good sort of lead up event for that. But was it the fact that it's a fast course and it was a legitimate chance to have a crack at the record or yeah. Cause we don't obviously get a lot of like very top tier internationals come and race it. So yeah. What specifically drew you here? It was like everything you just said, we were looking for a half roughly like six to eight weeks before world champs. And it's really tough because in the States right now it's summer. Yeah. So finding a course with like decent weather, mm -hmm. like I could do a really hard effort, but you know, the time's not going to be there and it's still fine because it's about, you know, just yeah. like, you know, gaining fitness. Um, so it was the fact that it's winter here and the conditions are good. And then it was a flat course and my agent emailed Ryan and was asked if it's record eligible. And it was, so we're like, you know what? Like, I think I'm within range. And mm. so if training keeps going the way it does the next like month, two months, then I could have a crack at it. So it was kind of a little bit of everything, the timing, the conditions and the fact that it was record eligible. Yep. Yep. I reckon there'll definitely be a lot more Americans coming now. Like, well, you were just saying it's the best course you run on. So it's that, that's a very good promo well, also for it's it. it's beautiful. You're like watching the sunrise, like yeah, over the, cool, I guess, it? is that 
I guess the is it the bay? I guess or uh, yeah, it's a bit of a bay there. Yeah, I think, isn't yeah. It? yeah. Which I think was nice because then that kind of protected from like the ocean yeah. breeze. Um, yeah, it was incredible. Is this your first time to Australia? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. This is like if you want to come to Australia and see what like. Nah, it's not typical Australia. But it's like, like a post- it's like what you see on yeah, postcards. This right? is a place to come. Yeah, it's incredible. But you go to Melbourne, it's terrible weather. It's not. Oh, it's not. Really? Yeah, okay. it's very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of world champs earlier, so it's interesting, right? I always like when you hear which sort of marathoners are, are picking their events, and it's different for a track runner because track runners can run a full Diamond League season and then a world champs and then whatever else, right? But you only get so many marathon efforts a year. Um, was it was it hard to choose world champs again, or you know, because then that you can't really do world champs and then Berlin, or maybe you can. So was was that a difficult decision to make, or was it just pretty easy? No. Yeah. Like if my country like gives me the honor to represent, like I'm gonna be there. Yep. Like every single time. Like last year I was the alternate, and Molly Seidel pulled out just about two weeks before, and they call me and they're like do you want to do this? Do you want to step out of the dugout or the bullpen or whatever and represent? And I'm like, I'm not in marathon shape, but yes, I'm fit. I'm healthy. I can run like really well. And it worked out pretty well too. It worked out awesome. (laughs) It was great. You know, like it was a three loop course and the third loop, I realized I am not in marathon shape right now. And that like really hurt. Mm. Ended up in the hospital. Oh, really? (laughs) I dug pretty deep to finish that one, but, um, but I do it again. You know, I think whenever, you know, if I'm healthy and I'm going to, like, be a good choice, I think, for the team, I'm always going to say yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about that? How's how's the prep? Obviously, you're, you're super, super yeah. fit and fast right now. So, so everything's on track? Everything's going great. Everything's been going really well. I feel like the buildup has been going great. The tempo runs have been cre- progressing in a really awesome mm-hmm. way. Um, and I think this gave me a lot of confidence. I feel like my last couple races – have been kind of rust busters in a way and um like they were good but they weren't great and i feel like yesterday was great and that's really exciting kind of pulling in the last like two months of training so i'll get another like really solid i i kind of train in four week cycles so i'll get another full cycle um and i think that's going to set me up really really nicely but you know there's you know budapest is probably going to be hot and humid but there's also when you get to an international level like those women go out fast and go out hard. So I think just having that leg speed to support that, I think is going to be real helpful. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Can you talk a bit about the four week cycles of your training? Yeah. So, um, I am, I think kind of a lower mileage marathoner. Um, when I was training for like back in 2020, I was doing like a hundred to 130 mile weeks, but I got injured Uh, And then I've like pulled it down a lot. So now I do like my lower weeks will be in the 70s Mm -hmm. miles. I'm sorry. I'm not talking miles. We can figure it out. But then I'll get, yeah, I'll get um, like my highest volume last cycle. I got to 98 miles. But so week one is I'll do, I don't know. It's so I kind of do like a stair method, I guess. So I'll go up about 10 miles per week Mm -hmm. each week. And then my fourth week is regeneration week. So I'll drop down to even probably about week one mileage, but then I'll take a day off and like the, all the exercises and extra stuff like really drops down. So I recover that week and I usually feel pretty terrible that week. And then I build back up. So it's kind of like a stair Yeah. you drop down and then you stare, but you're like the whole season you're building 
I guess you so can't each four pipe. weeks. So that the this four week is bigger than the previous four weeks. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So keeps, yeah. Cool. Yeah, but then like my strength exercises, like on week one, or like I'll do um, like water running once week one, twice week two, and then twice but longer amounts on week three, and then I don't do any cross training on my regeneration week. So like everything builds, like my reps and strength training builds. Um, just the amount of everything builds. And then that regeneration week, I just like kind of my body kind of crashes. Mm. But it's nice to get build in those natural breaks and have that recovery in midst of like marathon training is is huge. So even like um, my regeneration week, my long run comes down from being in the 20s. It will come down to maybe 16 miles. So I just give my body a break from everything. So do you guys train like that or is that? No, no I seem to just train hard every week yeah. and, then, and then just get tired and then have to take a rest. <laughs> but uh, it's, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah no, not as much like, we have like a 12 week block or probably a 10 week block for a marathon that, okay. that I kind of do. But, um, and then outside of marathon training, I go back to being like a 10K runner a yeah. bit and try to work on my speed. Like I'm always not that far off. I ran like a 10K road PB three weeks ago. So yeah. I'm always, um, and which was only five weeks after a marathon. So I'm always, yeah. can get back to that pretty quick. But I'm very similar to that. Like yeah. I'll alternate a marathon block to like a 10K, 5K, 10K yeah. block. Yeah. And I do feel like the days that I feel the most confident in the marathon, like standing on the starting line, I know I'm in like 10K yeah. PB shape. So yeah. I'm, yeah, very similar. Yeah, well, because like, the pace that like we're, we're running for a marathon, you have to be able to run. Good. If you can't run a good five k, you're not going to be able to run. Like you can't, right. you can't run sixty six if you can't run fast for five k. Right. So and it makes you feel powerful. Like on yeah. race day, if you're like for if for some reason like something weird happens and they have to close the course and they turn this into a five k, I'm still going to rock it today. <laughs> yeah. So well, for whatever reason, that's it's never happened to me. I don't think not that yet. will ever not happen. Yet. But for yeah. whatever reason, but if that it makes does, me, yeah, if it yeah, does, I will yeah. be ready. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, you, you love racing. I do. Right, you you yeah, you're that like you know we always like joke about wreck runners who are just constantly like scrolling the internet looking for the next race, and yep. I, I feel like you're a bit I like am that. So like that, yeah. For a while, like I was coming back into it, and do you guys use the term hobby jogger over here? Yeah, re wreck runners and hobby joggers. Okay, yeah, wreck yeah. runner, hobby yeah. jogger. Yeah, that's me. Like yeah. that's why I came back into it, and I and also I train by myself. And so I think when I can go and insert a race instead of a workout, I have I have people to run with. I have people handing me water bottles and people cheering for me. <laughs> like, why would I not want to do that? It's rather a than lot go, more fun, isn't it? It's so much yeah. more fun. And then also you learn something every time. You learn something like a little bit new about yourself. Yep. And then also I think it takes the racing off the pedestal. Yeah. That it just That's feels like thing, another right? workout. Yeah. Right. So I'm on the starting line and it's like, you know what? I, you know, I've raced already probably four or five times this year. And I was injured for three months of it. So that's a lot of racing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it just takes it off the pedestal, which I think is really helpful yeah. too. It's a, it's a big thing on, especially on marathon days like this, like especially like, you know, a lot of our friends are, I'm a rec runner. A lot of our friends are rec runners and, and they build up race days so much yeah. because they might only race a couple of times a year. Right. Whereas the more you do it and put yourself into that situation, it's like, yeah. Right. And then I also try to build up my workouts and put like pressure on my workouts. So I'm getting nervous before my workouts and maybe that's not healthy, but then I'm used to being nervous and working through that and still being nervous and performing at a high level. Mm. So I think just like the more you can practice all of that, the better it is for, you know, the, the race that you're aiming for. Yeah, for sure. I think it is so true about you learn something from each race too. Like it's just, and, and you, 
I, I like going into races and like challenging myself. Like I went and did the 10K um, a few weeks ago when there was a half marathon on, but I'm like, I want to see what I can do for a 10K. Yeah. And I know I'm not in my best ever shape, yeah. but I want to go and see if like, because I know it's going to be a challenge. Or a few weeks before that, I did a cross country race. Yeah. And this was like my second week back from training after a marathon. And I was like, I want to test myself and see what I, what, what when I'm under pressure and not feeling good and feeling unfit, right. how I respond to that. Right. And I feel like, I got to the point I had these like negative thoughts and then after that I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to do for my next race. I'm going to be way better. Right. Yeah. And sometimes just failing is good because you're like, well, that sucked. Yeah. Definitely don't want to get there again. Like earlier this year. Also, I love that. And I love your style. Like you made me so happy when you were just talking about that. That's <laughs> like you're my kind of runner. But earlier this year I did the U.S. 25K championships and definitely not ready for like a 25k but i had a long tempo scheduled for that weekend anyway so my coach is like yeah if you want to do it in the race that's fine and with about like um probably a mile and a half to go the woman who ended up beating me put on this like crazy surge and i just wasn't ready for it like i felt like i could have beat her that day but she surged just earlier and she surprised me like i'm also like the queen of the water stops i stop at like every single water stop <laughs> so like literally i only missed one water stop in the race yesterday and really? that's because what? the motorcycle was blocking me so i physically couldn't get to the water stop i'm nuts wow. with the water and like also wow. took two gels yesterday Did you? <laughs> Okay, that's so funny because people are asking me, for, like, oh, you're taking gels? I'm like, nah, half marathon. So I don't most half marathoners don't, but yeah. I'm like, one, it's good practice. Yeah. But two, like, I really like taking gels and water. You've, so, like, had breakfast during the race. Yeah. I know. I, yeah, I'm the only person that consumed more calories yeah, yeah. during the race than burned. But, um, but, yeah, so at that race, I went to a water stop, and she saw that, and she put on this, like, crazy sprint Ooh. and then just dropped me. And then at the end, I was catching her a little bit, but it was just – it was too late and i was like well i'm never gonna lose that way again i'm yeah. still gonna stop at the water stop <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Surge a little harder yeah. In and out. but now my coach also is putting like 400 crazy like gut checks in the middle of workouts too so when i'm tired doing that and then coming yeah. back so it's like i feel like from that loss i've learned and i'm going to be stronger for it and hopefully i will never get beat that way because that's don't mess with my water stops man <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my um, thing that's really like that's really funny. It's yeah. really like quirky <laughs> that you do that. Well, I even did one time. Oh my God, this was so embarrassing. But um, during COVID, when everything closed, Molly Seidel did a 10K. She like hosted her own 10K in Boston and invited me up. So I like drove up and it was like, ended up being like 80 to 90 degrees during the race. So they put like a table out in lane three. And pretty much every other lap, I stopped. I got, or I didn't stop, but I ran through the water stop and got water. And my coach is watching this and was like, you drank so much water. <laughs> that he's like, I, I don't even know what to tell you. He's like, that was just so weird. No one drank as much water you as you. You can hear it slushing around in right. your stomach. But I won. So maybe that was yeah. a good thing. I don't know. But it's uh, so it's now like our ongoing joke. And you can always tell like if I'm in a pack of runners, like if we go by a water stop, he'll just see one hand go out and uh, he'll be like, well, that's where she is. But I like water. I always find too in races if I'm getting like negative. If I can get water or a gel in, it like snaps me out of it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm getting hangry in races. And if I just get some water, I'm doing okay. You guys are looking at me like I'm really Yeah, I just find it so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the water and the two gels too, yeah. right? Like, 
Well, even like my, I think it was my husband, like was watching it live, and he like he also knows that I like to drink a lot of water, and he said that the when I pulled out the gel, the commentator was like, "Wow, now this isn't something you usually see, but perhaps she's you know practicing for Budapest," or and I'm just like, "No, that's just yeah, <laughs> just, what just I, really into it." Yeah. I find <laughs> them a bit harder to take in a half marathon because like. You're breathing a bit harder. Like mm-hmm. a marathon, it's a bit you're a bit more chilled, so you can kind of yeah. have it. But it was it was good for me to practice because I had a hard time opening it with yeah. my hands because of the speed. So I had to open it with my teeth, which is a good mm. thing to learn. But I take UCAN, which is like a really like liquidy gel. Yeah. So it went down so easy. Yeah, so that's okay. another thing. The more that I can train and like teach my body to get excited for that, I think the better. Yeah. Um, are, they, are they flavored? Yeah. They have what, what um, pineapple, orange, and a strawberry banana. So I kind of rotate between that. I put a couple in my bra, and then I pick out one randomly, and then I'm, like, surprised by the flavor. <laughs> so, yeah. It also that, helps pad the bra a little bit, especially for us distance runners. It's, like, win-win. Handy, convenient, and uh, flattering, I guess, maybe. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's the real reason. That yeah. It's not for the energy. <laughs> it's more, yeah, it's more, yeah, vanity, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to get over that. <laughs> um have you planned out? Have you planned out the rest of the year? Like, do you know what you're yeah. doing after Budapest? Um, so after Budapest, I'll take a little break, and then our trials is in February in Orlando. In Orlando, yeah, of, yeah 2024. So I'll I'll pick a couple races building up into yeah. Orlando. Um, probably looking for another half in um, I guess like December yeah. timeframe. Um, but yeah, I'll go back to the States now, and I'll do a couple little races just yeah. to get um, and just especially trying to find races where i can race international competition too and just get extra prepared because i feel like every country races a little differently and has a different style yeah. so the more i can expose myself to you know those different mm. things i think the better yep. so um so i don't know what i'm d- what races yep. specifically yet but um how's the have they have they released the details of the orlando course because i remember last marathon trials in atlanta i was there shooting and that was like carnage that course so hilly and quite windy and it was just like a war zone um are there details out for orlando do you know what it's looking they like? have not released the course map yet but i have heard it is like a looped course again it's in downtown orlando and it usually in that time of year it could be hot and humid yeah. but orlando is also very flat okay so that's also another bonus of coming out here is just like practicing racing on flat courses it's so much different than like mm. more technical hilly course um, so I feel like it's really suited, hopefully, to my strengths. I train in Richmond, Virginia, yep. and it's hot and humid there. So I feel like I can typically be decently prepared for, like, a hot race. So yep. hopefully that works yep. out for me. <laughs> Have you done a hot marathon before? Yes. They're terrible. Yes. I know. They're miserable. <laughs> yeah. The last hot, hot marathon I did, well, I guess New York last year was hot, but yeah. I did Chicago in 2021, and I got, I was like, I must almost be done. Like, I'm like, I'm going to take a guess at what mile I'm at in my head. I'm like, probably like 22. I looked down, I was at mile 13. Ooh, I'm like, this is not going to go well. Like, I'm already like really, that and it was not really the negative feedback. Oh, it was, like, I was like, I'm barely good. halfway done. Can you, yeah. can you give me any tips for Chicago? I'm running Chicago this year. Can you give me any tips for Chicago? It's awesome. The weather is very unpredictable mm. though. So like last year it was perfect. And you saw, um, uh, Ruth almost yeah. get the world record yeah. there that was insane to watch 
Um, so it could be a really, really fast day, but then also I'd say every four years it could be really hot. Mm. So it's a little unpredictable as far as weather, but it's super flat. It's a really fun course. A lot of people out there cheering for you. Mm. Um, so I would say just be prepared for it. Possibly it could be hot. It could be windy. It could be perfect. So 33% chance you're okay. going to have the race of your life. <laughs> yeah, and otherwise, right. yeah, right. just like hang on. Good. Yeah. Sounds like Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Generally. Do you have a favorite marathon that you've done? I think Houston, because yeah, of where I set the American yeah. record, I think I'm so biased. But that yeah. was that was a fun course. And then that day was really it was really cold and super windy, um, but it's flat. Yeah, and then yeah. at the end, there's like a couple like similar to here, which you just a little dip down and back up. You're like going under a bridge a little yeah. bit, and I loved that at the end, just getting my body out of. I that. definitely like. Once you pass 30k in a marathon, I love a little bridge or just a little hill because you get to like lean into it, use different parts of your body. Right. And it, where if it's just a perfectly flat one, it's just like the same muscles every single step. Right. Mm. You need so to throw in surges yeah, for yourself just yeah. to get out of that, yeah. which is hard to do. Yeah. 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 Do you have a favorite marathon? Uh, I would say Fukuoka, where I ran the Australian yeah. record. But yeah, I guess you're always going to be biased to that. Yeah. But I've I've run New York and London as well, and like London. Is like amazing. Oh, yeah. New York, I had a bad experience in New York, so that's probably why. You were leading that marathon. Yeah. Dude, that's how you do it, man. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I was I was leading, what's the, the bridge? Queensborough uh, Bridge. I was yeah. leading over that okay. by like 50 meters. Whoa. And then I um blew up and like barely. By the time, so this was 2019, I was shooting New York. Yeah. And like, like obviously keeping an eye out for Brett and... Yeah, you were leading over the bridge, but by the time you got to that off ramp, when I saw you, you were not leading. No. Oh, like right down to Fifth <laughs> yeah, Avenue. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you turn onto First, first Avenue first, yeah, so, yeah. and then yeah. So I was in the pack up First Avenue, and then just there was like one little downhill, and then I was like, oh, that didn't feel good on my quads, and then I like started to lose contact, and then yeah, it just went bad. That was one of the hardest marathons yeah. I did, and it was pretty. Like, I did it last year, and it was pretty stupid that I did it. But I did World Champs, and then I did Berlin, Berlin. which did not go well, and I was so fit. But like, I got a cramp in the middle of it. I've never had a cramp in a race before, and so I had to walk a little bit, and so I didn't. So I was like, whatever, I'm gonna jump in and do New York because I felt like so fit, and I just wasted mm. that. Oh, I got owned. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like owned. that's a lot of people do that too, right? Like yeah. you have a bad race, you're disappointed, or you right. feel like oh, I'm I'm fit, I, I can get more out of this or whatever. Right. And then you jump into another race, and it it rarely is like oh yeah, and then it went perfectly, and I had the race in my life. Well, and that's what I was hoping. I think I'm like an optimist, but I think I got into first. And I was like, this is going really bad. And like Des Linden was running like right beside me for that. And I was like, Des, I don't think I can make it to the finish line. And she just like ignored me. And then afterwards, I was like, Des, I'm really sorry to confide in you in the <laughs> middle of the race. Like, what would you have said? Like, yeah. Yeah. encourage me, tell me to quit. And she's like, oh, I didn't even hear you. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but in my head, I was like, I can't believe I just told Des Linden I was about to quit. <laughs> yeah. And then I was about to stop. And then I saw like the Nike cheer zone. Mm. And I was like, okay, I can't stop can't right in front of the yeah. Nike cheer hey, zone. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, well, and then finally I got to mile 23. I'm like, okay, I'll stop now. And then I'm like, Kira, you have three miles left. Yeah. You can just finish like, this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I don't quit things you know i'm not a, you know i was fine i was healthy it just felt terrible and my ego was bruised but it is funny like when you uh you feel so fit and you don't have a bad result you have a bad result like you want to you're like trying to grab something out of it like that's why you do another race and right. it's not always the best decision but right it's i think the marathon because it's such like a big build up for it yeah you want to get something to show for that and that's what it is like i wasn't ready to take a break because i was 
just so fit. But um, it's okay. I learned a lesson there mm. for sure. But uh, won't it's, do won't it, do that again. It's funny that it was Des that was like the grittiest. I know. Like, I was like, why? Like in my the next two miles, I was like, why would you tell Des Linden that? Yeah. Like, why would she care? But people. also, you're trying to beat her right now. So why would you tell someone? And I ended up beating her in that race. But so it turns out she was feeling worse than me. So she was probably thinking of telling me the same thing. Yeah. But. Um, that was pretty funny. I will never tell a competitor again. I think I'm going to drop <laughs> yeah, out. That was not good. I don't know what I was thinking. You learn something every race. Exactly. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I learned that race. Yeah. Don't tell your competitors how terrible you're feeling. Um, now a lot of kangaroo photos from you a couple of days ago. Is that what you expected? Like, yes. And no, I thought they were taller. But maybe there are there some, some taller There's ones. Some okay. Yeah, because I feel like I've seen some videos of some like really tall really kangaroos, like kangaroos, really yeah. kicking people. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I thought they'd be pretty aggressive <laughs> too, and they were actually like I didn't go super close, but they were like really cute and friendly. Yeah. So exciting. Did I you guess, go to a place for a run? Is that what yeah, you saw I them? Yeah, I went to K- the, uh, Yes. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? I think it's Kumaba or something. Kumaba. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like those ones because like they see people every day, so they're pretty friendly. You can go yeah, right after them and stuff. So cute. Yeah. And there was like a bunch of jo- there was this one little like grove where all like the Joeys and the moms were. Oh my god, I miss my kids so much. <laughs> and also thankful I don't have a pouch that they can just like jump into <laughs> yeah. too. But uh, they were very cute. I haven't seen a koala though. I know that I feel like I'm like your typical tourist right now. You guys are shaking your head, <laughs> nah. but really want to cuddle on a koala. But I don't know if that's gonna happen for me. You'd have to go to the zoo because uh, yeah. that's what I thought. Like when you put those photos up, I thought the race organizers had mm. organized like a tour out to like Australia Zoo yeah. or something like that to like play with the wildlife. No, but I just ran there, and actually that park is like magical. Like you're running through the woods, it's all soft surface, yeah. and like the trees are so beautiful. Like I just felt like I was in like a magic forest, and then there was like kangaroos. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got myself. It was a good vibe. Um. So final impressions on Australia. It sounds like we've. It sounds like we've ticked all the boxes for you. Yeah, my husband's worried I may not come home. Yeah. So well, he's you, like, don't you get did any, say to me yesterday, maybe you'll delay your flight a Well, day that's or what two. I was hoping, but I'm like, you know what? My, I haven't seen my kids and my husband in a week. And so there's, I really want to stay. And the weather here is just perfect right now where I'm going back to like 80 degrees with 100% humidity. Yeah. So, um, and that's Fahrenheit. Sorry. Again, yeah. Sorry, we can figure like, that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You guys are a lot smarter than me. That's why. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I kind of want to stay. Like part of me was like, well, maybe they'll just adopt me and make me one of their own <laughs> yeah. and then I could just live here forever. But yeah, I think I got to go home. Mm, but you have to come back, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back for sure. Yeah. The marathon's good too. It's a it's a really fast course yeah. on a good day. Like they ran pretty quick. Like the men ran really quick this morning. Yeah, the, wow. the race record was broken this yeah. morning too. Wow. Yeah, the men's. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and the women were yeah pretty good too. So that's awesome. Maybe one day come run the marathon. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Hey, it's been an honor to have you. Okay, I have a question for you. Oh guys, yeah. So I think this was probably at least a year ago. But I saw this acronym on Instagram. Yes. Oh, this is what I that had you, so many been, letters. Oh, you've been featured in it. I think. Okay, I think that's where I yeah. saw it. So you guys tagged me in it, and I just saw this acronym, and I went on this like crazy search to figure out what, what that it meant. Is. Yeah, and like went on Urban Dictionary. I went everywhere <laughs> to figure out because there was there. so many letters. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what it meant. It's and then I finally figured it out, and I was like. Oh, okay. It's a thing, and I sent you the message about it today, but I yes. didn't do the acronym. I said it word well, by word, so it was a real long When message. you said it word by word, I was like, where have I heard that? And then I was like, oh, that's a really long acronym that yeah. had my head spinning for hours. That's hilarious, you guys. Yeah, that's so really, things really we have funny. seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. 
Okay. Well, the first thing I have, I have two. That's okay. <laughs> I've already kind of mentioned it, but your finish line was yep. so smooth and so chill. And you got to teach me how to like have a little bit of your swagger. Like you act Jeez, like we don't need this. You, <laughs> well, like you act like you're meant to be wherever you are, and I like act like I'm lost. You, you act know, like that's you're like surprised the difference. To be here. Where, yeah, I'm surprised. Like, where am I? Someone needs to help me get to where I'm going. How do you have that swagger? So that's my first. I have another one though, but yeah, but I think that's just an act. Like it's not like. I don't know. I think I'm putting on an act. Okay, but how do I do that? Teach me how to act like that. No, no, no. He should be more like you. Like you're being yourself. You're being like genuine and like... I looked a little nuts. We need some... Yeah, but people got to see the emotion. They just see me just like cross the line. I run through the cameras as well. Like it's just like (laughs) not even... So we were at the pub last night and Brett's friends were giving him a hard time because last year... Was it last year you crossed the line and just like scratched your head and walked uh, off or something? Yeah, no, it was it was during the race. No, during the race I like scratched my head and then like yawned or something and then I like just took off and like but like it was a coincidence. Like I wasn't like doing that and then going, All right, now let's go. I was just like had an itchy head and then went and people like reckon that's my my tell that I'm about oh, to make a move or good. something. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I don't know. I'm a bit I think I just am a bit relaxed. I just kind of I'm thinking about too much. That's like, I need that though. Like yeah. you can see everything I'm thinking. You, well, like, yeah, because you're thinking about where I just do that. You're thinking where's my next water drink? <laughs> <laughs> where's the water? Where's yeah. the much, water? How much yeah. water can I put there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing, which was crazy this week, Molly Seidel getting stuck in the Boston yes. airport. Did you guys I've been see keeping this? up with these. I was invested yeah. in yeah. this, and I was stuck in the DC airport. The same day she was stuck. So in my head, I was doing like the amazing race like versus her. She had no idea. We're friends. She's awesome. But I think I actually beat her to Australia for her to get back to Wisconsin. But it was hilarious. Her updates were so funny. Yeah. So that's my like funny thing. From we need more of those type of characters. We need more Molly. We need more Molly. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. more people like Molly for sure. Molly's yeah. a friend of the show as well. She is a friend of the show. Yeah, she, she came on and she was obsessed with um, car washes. And that was the thing because she had like oh, a yeah, membership yeah, yeah, and she yeah. kept just speaking about car washes. And then that became a bit of a joke on the – like our like listeners would like me- message about car washing to us. I Whenever I'm in a car wash, I think about her. Yeah. So she's yeah. doing something right, I guess. I know, yeah. 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 I, for- I forgot she was on. We've had some top-tier American guests. Yeah. We've Molly's had some just good got a personality yeah, too. No, she's she was so, so fun good. to chat yeah. with. Yeah. I um, – yeah, so funny Molly stories. She is, she's awesome. Just yeah. an incredible person. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have the what's it? What's the acronym? T. Oh, I don't know. I've I've got it all. Like it comes up in my phone. I don't. You don't, I don't have it memorized? Well, oh, okay. you've added it as a word T- to your dictionary. W H S O I T tea. This is. Uh, a. Nah, I don't know. That was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I don't feel as silly that I was having. I couldn't remember it. No, okay. no, no. Oh, no, but people don't get it either because people like um they like they listen to the show and they don't know that that's acronym means and they're just so confused by it. I'm like, it's just a stupid joke that we make so every funny. week. But, well, it it really got me. So what do you, you guys? Well, have so on? mine's definitely this. Um, I got two things as well. So I'm, I'm doing myself him the the blue kit I wore to this. Um, that was. A- yeah, I look like be, your Gatorade right that now. That was going like, to be one of mine. So, because I had the the kit that yeah. I wanted, and so I turned up to this um this group run, and everyone's just looking at me because I'm just wearing full blue, like I'm yeah. standing out like nothing else. So I look like an idiot. But then my other one, which is 
not as nice is you should just tell people you're joining the smurfs right yes yeah, so that's what it looked like but my other one is shelby Houlihan running a world record for the beer mile i'm not like, so she did it yeah i heard there's rumblings that she was doing mm, it yeah i don't feel very good about her running a world record but should it count yes i don't think so yeah i'm i'm what did she run also i'm just 543 okay which is yeah. good for this questions. Right. I'm not. Say. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about it, but I, I think I'm also sure about how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably not positive. Yeah. I think, like, I think we've got to remember, like, she's currently banned from the sport. And if it were anyone else that was currently banned from the sport, we'd be like, what are you doing? Why are we celebrating you? Why mm. are we commenting on what you're doing? You know, like, when, yeah, I think, like, when anyone else who's, like, convicted or band or whatever the terminology is we wouldn't be like oh my god they did this that's awesome like it's like yeah. no you've like serve you do your time like if you come back and have this big redemption story like afterwards like so be it but during it like yeah just stay uh, away okay. from it yeah that's how i feel that's but, what i think do you have any instagram uh well mine was gonna be you oh, well you can do it <laughs> it was just just yeah i mean I'm getting railed today <laughs> even, even by myself you're three, three for three <laughs> no I, I i just think um like Showing up to <clears throat> your own shakeout run in the full Nike Pro kit tracksuit, like it just says to everyone, like, "Hey, did you know I'm a professional?" <laughs> like, these people listen to you every week. They know who you are. You don't have to try and impress them that you're a professional runner. Like they get it. <laughs> we get it, mate. You're very fast. You won the race. We're all very impressed. Like you should have seen. 150 meters before that, my zip was done all the way down, like had the, the chest there coming out. <laughs> <laughs> like I was looking like Fabio coming in and uh, and I was like, oh, that's a bit too much and zipped it up. So could have been worse. But and All then, the girls are watching you in slow motion. Yeah, yeah. Like that and, yeah. Also the fact that you led the shakeout, you were on the front the whole entire time. Like, mate, you led all day. Just let well, someone else yeah. let someone else <laughs> yeah. feel the wind for yeah. a, for well, a moment. Yeah, that's where we messed up. We should have got Joel to practice his pacing job <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, that's probably the other thing yeah. I'm not too sure about in yeah. today is Joel's pacing job. But so Joel, who's the other co-host, yeah. who was in the room before, but he was supposed to pace the marathon. He got a stitch after one k. No. He got so he got to five k and then no. <laughs> so oh, he's a bit bad. defeated today. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe sad. too much water. Maybe not enough. <laughs> yeah, maybe not enough. Yeah. But see, also, you got to make sure, yeah, you have like, the electrolyte ratio. Yeah, exactly. Too yeah, much so water could some. give you a stitch and just dehydrate yeah. you. So exactly. maybe that was it. That's tough, yeah. though. And that's so, like, because he signed up to do such, like, generous thing, you know? So it's, like, such a sweet thing to yeah. sign up and do pace duties, you know? Like, yeah, and, and that's what that he's must... saying because it's, like, we talked about it before, but it's, like, it's not just letting yourself down. You're letting people down. And, that, like, you yeah. feel that pressure a yeah. lot. So, oh, that's mm, too bad. Yeah. Oh, I feel for him. Yeah. No, well, thank you very much. Congratulations again and uh, good luck for World Champs. Yeah, thanks for having me and thanks for the kudos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>